Hey listeners, we're giving you another chance to listen to our other podcast, The Pilot Podcast Deep Dive. So enjoy this episode about ABC Family's Greek. And if you want to hear more episodes like this, go to join.thepilotpodcast.com. Welcome to the Pilot Podcast Deep Dive, where we take a deep dive into the pilot episode of a TV show to answer your question, should I watch this? My name is Mitu. And my name is BJ. And this week, we're watching ABC Family's Greek. So stay tuned to find out if Mitu's gonna pledge for Zeta Beta Zeta. You can be a ZBZ girl. Would you be in Kappa Tau Gamma or would you be in Omega Chi? The answer is just never. Agreed. You don't want to live in that house? No. It looks nice. As soon as I understood that they were sharing those rooms, I knew that that was not for me. Unless you're Rebecca Logan and you use your pole to get a single. So before we get too far down this road, Beach, let us know what happened in this pilot episode of Greek as our resident Greek expert. Because I passively watched the show on ABC Family <laughs> after school. <laughs> now I'm going to believe that you recommended it and not a listener like, oh, me too someone emailed us about greek you literally picked this show from our (laughs) list of listener recommendations but you could have inceptioned it into my head so listeners greek as you might have guessed is all about greek life and this show is set at the fictional school of cypress Rhodes university in ohio and we're following the cartwright siblings rusty cartwright who is a freshman in the honors engineering program and his older sister casey cartwright who is in the zeta beta zeta sorority and in this first episode rusty has started school and he's decided that he wants to have fun he doesn't want to just be a boring engineer who's not having the full college experience. So he decides he's going to go through the rush process and he ends up taking a liking to two different fraternities, Capital Gamma and Omega Chi Delta. And what he doesn't even realize at the time is that his sister Casey is connected to the president and pledge educators of those two fraternities. So he gets caught up in some drama involving Casey's love life as he's trying to be a good brother to her. What were your first impressions since you were brand new? new to this series. It fit really strongly in the genre of very over-exaggerated drama of teens and people in their early 20s who look older than those ages. I would also say that the show felt firmly 2007. There is a conservative roommate, Dale, played by Clark Duke. He lives with Rusty and hangs up a huge Confederate flag to signify the fact that he is conservative. And it was just a shocking thing to see casually used in a television show. They also made a lot of homophobic jokes and sexist jokes. There was a point where Cappy, the president of Capital Gamma, played by Scott Michael Foster, also Nathan from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, he refers to this girl that Rusty interacts with at a party as literally hot girl. So he goes, hot girl, meet Rusty. Rusty, Rusty, meet hot girl. And you never learn her name. All this stuff happens around at her party. No one checks in on her safety or how she's doing. She doesn't even talk. All of the men around her speak to and about her, but she never once vocalizes. And that took me out of it a little bit. So it was fun. It was ridiculous. But I was also like, oof, this was a few short years ago and yet is a lifetime of responsible message telling ago. 
how far we've come in television. Yes. How about we start diving into this series by looking at Rusty, played by Jacob Zakar. He is our nerdy freshman who's really trying to figure out what it means to be cool and popular and have fun, despite his older sister telling him, stay in your lane, you're not a cool kid. Do you identify with Rusty at all as someone who was STEM in college, but also quite the social butterfly? I don't identify at all. I didn't have a racist roommate. I'm not an engineer. (laughs) I actually got a bid from a fraternity, but turned it down. I'm not that desperate. (laughs) I went with you to those events. (laughs) Well, at some point they thought our friend Ariel was you. So do they know who you are? That's true. Y'all, BJ entertained briefly the idea of joining a fraternity and he brought our friend with him as his date to a couple events and then she couldn't make the last few events. So I, being second string, was invited to (laughs) attend the last few events and they 100% did not notice that one black woman was subbed out for another, even though we are completely different builds, completely different complexions, (laughs) completely different heights. I mean, we're just literally two separate people who are unrelated so we just don't look alike at all and yet they did not notice and you won out in their memory because they remembered you they called her my name yeah that's a weird thing that for my fellow folks of color at black folks that's the experience i know at pwis you are often confused for other people because you're just one of in a class or a club or things and Mm. so you quickly learn who is the best at whatever you're in (laughs) Because there were certain classes I was always called a different name. And then there were other classes where that girl was called my name. And then I would know, okay, so I'm like probably outperforming her in this class. In this other class, she has me on lock. Or it's as simple as the professor saw you first. So that's the name that's going to stick. Why am I giving it that much? As if they look past our basic appearance. It's whoever waddled through that door first. My goodness. Back to Rusty's life. (laughs) Yes. He thinks that joining a fraternity will solve some of his confidence issues and allow him to have that full college experience. And he wants a true brotherhood. He gives like this whole monologue about how fraternities are going to offer him true friendship, true bonding, a real brotherhood, which actually does appeal to the pledge educator, Evan Chambers, played by Jake McDormand at Omega Chi Delta. I was surprised that actually hit him. I honestly thought they were going to make fun of Rusty when he gave that whole speech. But Evan said it was the best speech that he had heard about why it's important to join a fraternity. I guess some people do take this very seriously. They do. Um, Yeah, I remember. How do you feel about Kappa Tau Gamma, which is the opposite type of fraternity where they are hardcore partiers? I thought that the heart was there, maybe even more than Omega Chi. Omega Chi, which was Evan's fraternity, presented themselves as this professional brotherhood. But there was such a closeness. Not that I... Hold on, let me back up. I'm not here to defend or protect the integrity of the frat bro. But I'm just saying (laughs) that... At Capital Gamma, when they were talking about Rusty and the other recruits, Cappy, their president, he really talked about how Rusty would fit in. And they spoke about it like friends, whereas at Omega Chi, it felt like a business transaction to join that fraternity. The draw to Omega Chi Delta is good networking. These are all future senators and presidents and Supreme Court justices. And at Capital Gamma, although they're party, 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 they're actually close and connected. 
That actually echoes off a conversation that Me Too and I had before recording where Rusty and Casey are both in a situation where they have to choose between that love and true bond or something that could excel them professionally. Do you want to talk about that love triangle between money and happiness? Of course. So in this apparently small school, once Rusty comes to campus, Casey can no longer pretend she does not have a brother. And wait, I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt you. People who went to college at the same time as your sibling or high school or anything, BJ and I never had siblings in school with us. Tell us what that's like. Is Casey being overly dramatic about Rusty entering the scene at the same school? Because we just don't know what that experience is. I feel like it might be cool to have your sibling there. I can see how Casey wants to create her own image and doesn't want anyone messing that up like a family member really could. I see. Unfortunately, Unfortunately for Casey, Rusty ends up meeting both her current boyfriend and her ex-boyfriend while he's pledging. And we find out that she chose to break up with Cappy, who she seemed to have a nice genuine connection with, in order to be with Evan because he comes from a very wealthy family. And her sorority sisters also encourage her to choose Evan because that weighed on their decision to potentially elect her into a leadership position with the sorority. It looks good for her as a ZBZ sorority sister. And Evan is from their brother fraternity. It all lines up for her to be a ZBZ excellent sorority sister. It sort of took me back to living in the South. I forgot that people in college did this sort of matchmaking. Your families go together. So it just makes sense for you two to be paired. And you've set up this life in college where you've set yourselves up for later success because of your pairing. It's fully a world that I forgot about. In fact, when we were watching together, Beach, I just kept asking you, y'all virtually, we're still (laughs) being safe. But I kept asking you like, do they expect to just stay together? And then we both at the same time were like, oh, yeah, we forgot about that lifestyle. We may not have arranged marriages in the South, but we have our own version where there are these sometimes unspoken, sometimes directly said out loud expectations that you two line up. So just stick together. When I applied to college, I was one of the first people in my family to go to college in the U.S. And so I just didn't have any emotional connection to U.S. colleges. And a lot of the kids I went to high school with, they would get into schools knowing that they couldn't go because their family was an Auburn family or a UGA family or this family or that family. And that shocked me. But this is that culture. You're a CRU family. You're a ZBZ family. It's your family legacy, which actually leads us into Rusty's first friend because he doesn't really consider his roommate a friend. Can't blame him at all about that. But we meet Calvin, played by Paul James, who is another freshman who is rushing these fraternities. And we find out that he is a legacy at Omega Chi Delta. Let's pause. Calvin is showing up to Omega Chi Delta or to that school, 2007. So in theory, his father likely would have been in the fraternity in the, let's say, early to mid 80s. Mm -hmm. How is... Calvin, a young black man, a legacy at Omega Chi. It's Ohio. It's Cypress Rhodes University. Don't you know anything about (laughs) their school system, their culture, their history? So you're telling me his dad was a proud member of a majority white fraternity in the early 80s? In Ohio, yeah. That is 20 years removed from the Civil Rights Act. Maybe his dad is white and he was adopted. (laughs) You have to keep watching me too if you want these things. 
explained in depth. Is it explained? And then you might also need to reach out to the writers and be like, what were y'all thinking? Show me your notes on these characters. One thing I like about the show about Calvin is he is obviously a black best friend. That's for sure. 80% of his storyline in this first episode was showing up when Rusty called on him to give him advice, even though they had known each other for only a few days and only Rusty was complaining and Calvin only served the purpose of being a sounding board and then offering advice on things he had known about for about 72 hours. Yeah, I was surprised how nice Calvin was. All that said, it looks like toward the end, they are introducing an independent storyline for Calvin which I like. I like that there is an inkling of character development for this black friend instead of him just being in relation to Rusty. But his storyline is also another stereotypical storyline given to minorities. And it's rooted in what will for sure be trauma. All I'm saying is, (laughs) even with all of that, I was literally surprised that they gave him a scene on his own where we learned something about him, not in relation to Rusty or Casey, or it looked like he was starting to build a relationship with Evan of Omega Chi. Not related to them yet. Mm. Okay, so I don't know what's next. Can we talk briefly about Rebecca Logan, played by Dilshad Vatsaria? Why did everyone want Rebecca around? I don't think they mentioned this in the episode, but her father is a important senator. And so he would have a lot of pull and influence on whatever sorority she joins. There is a conflict between Casey and Rebecca. And even though Rebecca did Casey dirty, unclear if it was unknowingly, Casey's sisters suggest that she still allow Rebecca into Zeta Beta Zeta because all the sororities want Rebecca. And I didn't know what was inherently so valuable about her. Not that people have rankable (laughs) values, but you know what I'm saying? Why she was the biggest get of the first year class. Why was she the most wanted pledge? And it's because of her dad, her family. Hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was just a very simple (laughs) answer. That's really helpful because in the first episode, they were just acting like she was genuinely like trading gold, the way they were talking about her and making concessions and figuring out what can we give up? How can we make sure that we bring in this commodity? So speaking of Rebecca, she was causing trouble for Casey, but Casey also got some unfortunate news through her brother, Rusty. What do you see for Casey's love life? Do you think she should stay with Evan? This is what's tough. I think that Evan is a bad boyfriend and she should leave him. But I also don't like that her options are between Evan and Cappy, Cappy being her ex-boyfriend who was at Kappa Tau Gamma. Mm -hmm. I wish that there were a third option of just doing (laughs) her thing and then eventually finding someone if she wants and then otherwise graduating college because she is only, what, 20 years old? Probably 2021. Yeah. I don't like that she has to pick between the two. If I were to suggest someone between the two, I guess Cappy. And although I was just saying that Capitao Gamma is super close and they have this sweet relationship, he is a big partier. And I don't know if that fits in with Casey's interests or how she likes to spend her time. She does need that third option, but that's not the ZBZ way. Did you have a preference when you watched between Evan and Cappy? I think I was team Cappy just because they seem to get along better. Yes, they seem to literally get along better. But like you, I just think Casey should look elsewhere. Casey, go on Instacart. (laughs) I mean, Tinder. (laughs) I'm waiting on my Instacart. That's why I said just order. There might be the perfect person for you on aisle two, third shelf. 
honestly, my Instacart was so polite and we had such a nice little rapport via text message today that I could see this being a meet cute for Casey. Oh, just like, oh, you're delivering my groceries. Hey, how are you? He took such care picking out produce for me, sending me pictures. Someone's flirting with you. I need to tell your partner. That's real affection. Don't know how I feel about that. I have one last question for you on Greek. Okay, I'm ready. What drew you to the show? You literally rejected a bid from a fraternity when we were in college. It's the only frame of knowledge I have of you and Greek life. So what drew you to watching this show? Oh, I also rejected that one fraternity who wanted me to pledge for them. But I found out they had been kicked off campus the previous year. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Ooh, dodged two bullets. Like I mentioned, this show was just on when I got home from school. (laughs) I don't know why, but ABC Family was always a good background channel for me to have on because I was someone who would study with music or the TV on. I just needed some sort of background sound. So I wasn't always paying attention that much. But I would still overhear the plot lines, conversations. And this was a popular show on ABC Family. So I experienced a lot of episodes. I'm glad that you got to experience them. Would you recommend to our listeners that they experience episodes of ABC Family's Greek as well? Now freeform and available on Hulu. I think so. It is definitely a fun show. You mentioned that it is of its time from 2007 to 2011. But I think if you can forgive them for being timely, then you can enjoy the character development and the relationships between the cast. It's worth watching casually. I agree. One thing I like of it being of the time is the clothes. That was such a beautiful era of clothing. I don't think that we have been brave like that. The way that we showed out with patterns between like 2002 and 2011. So that was just a delight to witness again in the form of ABC Family's Greek. I would also say that while it was overdramatic, I like the credence that it gave to how the characters felt about what they were experiencing. It recognized the ridiculousness of the plot lines but it also acknowledged that they were really hurt by the things that they were experiencing. I felt for Casey when she had to extend that bid to Rebecca. I felt for Rusty when Casey got mad at him for checking her and telling her about some things that were not great that were happening on campus. So I look forward to watching more or maybe experiencing more as I watch casually and maybe do some emails and things. I would also say to people who have been to college, because class of 2020, I don't know what your fall semester is going to look like. I would recommend Dorm Life. It's a series we watched when we were freshmen. Yes. And I think it brings up a lot of great college memories and themes. Oh my gosh, Beach! I feel like we really bonded over our shared love of dorm life. That weird little perfect show. Yeah, very good show. If you want more recommendations of shows you should experience or watch seriously or maybe skip, check out all things The Pilot Pod at thepilotpodcast.com. And thank you for being a Pilot Podcast Deep Dive supporter. We are so grateful to you and you are the reason that we get to keep waxing poetic about TV and hopefully saving you some time and finding you your next great binge. And be sure to connect with us on social media. You can follow us at The Pilot Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. And if you have any thoughts, feelings, show suggestions, fun college stories, your opinions on Greek and Casey's love life, email them to askthepilotpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.